Check this one out. This is Elizabeth Warren protecting us. Here's the deal. I watched a lot of the uh, hearing when uh, Chair Powell, Chair, Chairman of the Fed Powell, went in front of the Senate, the Senate committee. I think it's a banking committee. And they were all fascinated with Powell. And most of them were kind of demure into to Powell. They were even, even Tester and all of these guys. They, they, it's okay. Powell is doing the right thing. Powell is not doing the right thing at all. Powell is not doing the right thing. Let me tell you what I wrote about this uh, for, the, for the show at KPFT. Because I want people to get away from thinking that there's something special about Powell, that the interest rates that he's doing is worthwhile. Check this out. I watched several minutes of the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. He was discussing monetary policy and the economy with the Senate Banking Committee while watching both Democratic and Republican Senate questioning the chair. Only Elizabeth Warren broke the undeserved praise and respect for a man that cared nothing about the middle class and poor America. She made him acknowledge the modus operandi of our economic system. It depends on having certain, a certain percentage of people unemployed and suffering to ensure a stable economic system for the wealthy. The, federal, the Fed chair is concerned about a stubborn 6% inflation rate. The strong employment market seems to concern him as well. A country with strong employment is pr a problem for the Fed and our corporation who want a heavy supply of unemployed workers from which to choose since in a supply and demand world, uh, we would accept pittances for wages. Madre mia, if you have an economic system that depends on people being unemployed, ask yourself what kind of economic system that is. All right, continuing. Representative Katie Porter, Democrat of California, recently provided an analysis that proved most of our inflation was a result of corporate greed. They raised prices because they could. That is the definition. That is the definition of inflation. One would, one would think the federal chair would advise Congress that if they did not want him to use the only draconian tool he has, raising interest rates, that they would create policies that stopped corporate attacks on those who, you know, put them into power. But he did not do that. I know people are going to say, but that's not his mission. But that is something he could have said to Congress because it does affect his mission. The purported worker shortage is a political choice. There are millions of immigrants who want to enter the United States for economic and political reasons and who are ready to work. Yet in our government, uh, use them as, our government is using them as a political football that limits employment shortfall. Shame. Even though many of these guys are running across our borders for policies that we have with these countries from South America to Central America to the Caribbean. Now, while corporate greed is responsible for more than half of the inflation picture, they are responsible for even more. 
Their incompetence and poor decision-making is what we are all paying for now. They decided to offshore our manufacturing and at the same time create just-in-time inventory, which means shortages occur whenever there is a shock in the system like pandemics and natural disasters. They profit from those decisions and they profit when their incompetence fails. Think about that. Think about that. Anyway, uh, my last video, again, like I said, want you to listen to Elizabeth Warren because she was the only one with the pelotas to confront uh, that guy in a coherent manner. Check it out. We'll take it then on the other side. So the Fed has raised interest rates eight times over the last year in what has been the most extreme rate hike cycle in 40 years. The Fed's goal is to slow inflation, and your tool, raising interest rates, is designed to slow the economy and throw people out of work. So far, you haven't tipped the economy into recession, but you haven't brought inflation entirely under control either. And maybe the reason for that is that other things are also keeping prices high, things you can't fix with high interest rates, things like price gouging and supply chain kinks and a war in Ukraine. But you are determined to continue to raise interest rates, so I want to take a look at where you're headed. In December, the Fed released its projections on the state of the economy under your monetary policy plan. According to the Fed's own report, if you continue raising interest rates as you plan, unemployment will be 4.6% by the end of the year, more than a full point higher than it is today. Chair Powell, if you hit your projections, do you know how many people who are currently working, going about their lives, will lose their jobs? I don't, uh, I don't have that number in front of me. I will say it's, it's not, it's it's not just an intended consequence. It's well, not- but it is, and it's in your report, and that would be about 2 million people who would lose their jobs, people who are working right now, making their mortgages. So, Chair Powell, if you could speak directly to the 2 million hardworking people who have decent jobs today, who you're planning to get fired over the next year, what would you say to them? How would you explain your view that they need to lose their jobs? I would explain to people more broadly that that inflation is extremely high and it's hurting the working people of this country badly. All of them, not just 2 million of them, but all of them are suffering under high inflation. And we are taking the, the only measures we have to bring inflation down. And putting 2 million people out of work is just part of the cost and they just have to bear it. Will, they, will, will working people be better off if, if we just walk away from our jobs and, and inflation remains well, 5 let 6%? Me, let me ask you about what happens if you do this. Since the end of World War II, there have been 12 times in which the unemployment rate has increased by one percentage point within one year, exactly what you're aiming to do right now. How many of those times did the U.S. economy avoid falling into a recession? 
you know, it's it's not as black and white as it very, Just very Just looking at the numbers, it actually yeah, no, is no. pretty black Alan Blinder's written a book on this. And, there have and, been 12 times that we've seen a one-point increase in the, in the unemployment rate in a year. That's exactly what your Fed report has put out as the projection and the plan based on how you're going to keep raising these interest rates. How many times did the economy fail to fall into a recession after doing that out of 12 times. I think the number is zero. I think the number is zero. That's exactly right. So then the question becomes, we've got 2 million people out of work. Can you stop it at 2 million people? Um, history suggests that the Fed has a terrible track record of containing modest increases in the unemployment rate. Once the economy starts shedding jobs, it's kind of like a runaway train. It is really hard to stop. In fact, in 11 out of the 12 times that the unemployment rate increased by a full percentage point within one year, unemployment went on to rise another full percentage point on top of that. If that's what happens this time, we'd be looking at at least three and a half million people who would lose their jobs. So, Chair Powell, if you reach your goal and two million people get laid off by the end of this year, and then, just like in 11 out of 12 times that unemployment has risen by a point in a single year, it keeps on rising, and then we've got two and a half million people out of work, we've got three million people who get laid off, we've got three and a half million people who get laid off, what's your plan? Well. Right now, the unemployment rate is 3.4%, which is the lowest in 54 years. And we actually don't think that we need to see a sharp or enormous increase in unemployment to get inflation under control. I, I'm looking at your projections. Do you call two, laying off 2 million people this year not a sharp increase in unemployment? I would say 4.5%. Explain that to the 2 million families who are going to be out of work. We're not, again, we're not targeting any of that, but I would say... Even four and a half percent unemployment is is well better than than most of the time for the last you know seventy five years. In other words, you don't have a plan to stop a runaway train if it occurs. You know, Chair Powell, you are gambling with people's lives, and there's a pile of data showing that price gouging and supply chain kinks and the war in Ukraine are driving up prices. You cling to the idea that there's only one solution: lay off millions of workers. We need a Fed that will fight for families. And if you're not going to lead that charge, we need someone at the Fed who will. I agree. If you're not going to lead that fight, we need somebody in the Feds who will. And to tell you the truth, get rid of the Fed. We need to do better than having a Fed or private banks as well, uh, the private banks that controls it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyhow, folks, I want you to, I, I, I hope most of you understood what this guy was saying. Uh, we want to control inflation, so we must lay off people. We must put a whole bunch of people in pain in order for us to have an economy that works for most. In other words, this economic system by design is saying we cannot support the way it works to keep a certain group enriched. We have to have a certain group impoverished without work. And then at the same time, you have these right-wingers talking about they don't want a social safety net. Uh, get, lift yourself up by the bootstrap. Go get a job. Here you have the head of the Federal Reserve who neoliberals and Republicans agree with telling you 
that in order for us to have a, a healthy economy, in order for us to have a healthy economy with stable prices, the only way that works is that if we sacrifice at least 4% of our population, let them live like dogs. And we don't even want to give them support then after. For all of you that are listening, when you hear this out of the mouth of Powell, Jerome Powell, as if, oh, well, we just need a, we don't, we won't have to go to, we may not even have to go to 4%, but, you know, remember, there used to be a whole lot that before 4% used to be good, and, but we're talking about people. We're talking about people. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.